Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Rodeo Time, the podcast. We've got in the house Garrison Gate. What's your David? What? What's your middle name? Logan. Logan. That's right. Yeah. Garrison Logan Gable and uh, Jeremy Ray Melanson. I'm into middle names right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, your kid's getting older and you have to yell at them. Yeah. There it is. Duncan Hayes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. We're talking about a lot of things today. Life, team roping, how to get started uh, roping, how to get started ranching, how to get, um, yeah, why, why, where the origin of the intern program is what we talked about. He was, Garrison was not an intern of mine, but he was, he helped inspire the intern program. Talk about how, some Dale Brisby stories, some, uh, some rodeo stories, but uh, we're right now, we're at the grounds of Huntsville. Uh, it's a property um, north of Huntsville, Texas. So if you're interested in Sam Houston or you just need a place to live, there's 42 units out here. Um, they've also got – how many horse stalls are there? And 78. 78. Yep. yep. Dang. Full-blown arena, calf lane, uh, and it's just it's a good community if, if, you know, you're part of that, you know, want to live around your horse it's it's yeah. tough right like you you go to school and this horse isn't just a, a horse you have in the pasture it's part of it's part of what you're here for you know yeah. mo- that's 80 plus unit or 80 plus member rodeo team at sam that's that's top level i I'd, I'd challenge anybody to find a better rodeo program you come here to do do what you do where where do you live right it's super handy it's nice yeah so I got some team roping lessons this morning yep. from Garrison. We filmed that, had a good time. How many do you think I caught? How many do you think we ran? I bet it was a pretty 50-50, like, catch-to-miss uh, ratio. Not, we ran we ran 10. Maybe Did we run that many? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think one. I might you only caught. didn't throw one around the horns. Yeah. You popped it off one. Yeah, up two. Sounds like Garrison's an amazing teacher. Yes, (laughs) he can. He can. He's roped enough to catch the horns. (laughs) But you learned that there is anybody that wants armchair quarterback it. There's a lot more little stuff going on than just catching those horns. Oh boy! And don't even get me started on how hard it is to heal. Dang. Yeah, Yeah, there's a good spot for you to tell people I don't heal all the time. Well, yeah, no, you don't. You're a header. You're a header, and Just you were go, teaching me to head yeah, from the heel side. I'm going to catch some flat. And Daddy didn't handle the steers very well. But uh, but I, I've, the good thing was I've heard all the excuses of why a healer missed, and I used them all. Yeah, we ran through them. <laughs> I, you slowed him down. You sped him up. You whipped yeah. him. Yeah, I used them. If I missed, I used them. And then the very first one I caught, as you go to throw, like I catch him at the end of the arena, so he's like against the fence. Like the (laughs) one good shot you had, he's one foot away from the back fence. But, uh, yeah, so anyhow, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Watching. Check out the grounds of Huntsville. Check us out on social media. And uh, now on to the podcast. Hey, we've done it. <laughs> that was awesome. Let's listen to it. We have not recorded, uh, <laughs> which it was really just the Zoom recorder we had at the time, but didn't get uh, recorded. W- William Clark Green. Oh. That was a pretty big one. 
had to use long? the I mean it's an hour and a half. Missed it all. Like yes. didn't catch it. But l- these cameras have uh the microphones on top. It just sounds crappy. Oh. So it was just more inconvenient. Same thing with uh we did Chase Outlaw and Derek Kambaba, the PBR guys. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Missed the but uh we're we're kind of professional now. Gotta make the checklist things. We we do the we don't let these raggedy clothes no, fool no, you. No, no, no. This is a well-oiled machine. That's Garrison's who I got that from. Don't shows. let these raggedy clothes fool you. Yeah. These clothes aren't that raggedy anymore. You kind of moving on up there, George. <laughs> anymore. <Weezy. laughs> he remembers. Yeah, you remember. Things, I mean, yeah, things, things are better. Things are better for you, too. Yeah, naturally. Should. Yeah. Otherwise, I should do something else. Yeah. <laughs> Garrison is... Uh, we were talking about it earlier. Garrison is kind of the inspiration for the uh, intern program. Really? Yeah, whenever I met him, uh, I was at a bull riding. Is it Lexington? That little town over there? Yeah, yeah Lexington. Yeah, east mm-hmm. of Snook. I was going to school at Blinn. I was at a bull ride in Lexington. and It's actually west. But west, west. Yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> uh, um, and... Uh, Kermit Moss walked up to me in the parking lot long time ago. This is a long time ago. And he was like, hey, I got some bulls. Kermit is an NFR team roper. When did he win the NFR? 90, uh, 95. 95. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going to school in at Blinn in Bryan, not, not A&M at the time. But anyhow, he was like, can you come out and help me with my bulls? I was like, yeah. So came out there and met Garrison. He was there to team rope and – I uh, I was in charge of the bulls. Garrison charged the team roping. Did that little summer series mm-hmm. out there. Yep, little practices. Thursday, what well, Thursday, Tuesday? What what night did we y'all get on bull? Thursday. Man, at first it was Thursdays, yeah. and we would go. We would we man, there'd be that was fun. That was fun, dude. Then Thursday nights there'd be a bunch of people out there. Usually just me and one or two other people getting on, and then uh, we would uh, go to uh, the watering hole mm-hmm. in Snook, Texas. Two pool tables, dog, black dog asleep mm-hmm. in the corner. You ride your horse, ride your motorcycle in the bar. There's like skid marks where people come in there and yeah. peel out. And, uh, and then we go to Harry's. It, it was exactly the picture of what you would think a beer joint would look like. In Snook, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it looked like. Yeah. Whatever image you have, probably That's right. it. You're that. You're there. But uh, Garrison at the time, whatever, that was our routine. Garrison at the time was working for Kermit and you would go to the sale barn, make some and day work a little here and there to make money, mm-hmm. but really work for Kermit. And then every afternoon, almost every day y'all would team rope yeah. and you would get lessons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rope. Got to work on it a bunch. Learned a lot, you know, learned, which was valuable for me because I didn't have the money to build an arena or buy steers and all that stuff. So, you know, it worked out. I don't know if it worked out good for him. It worked out good for me. I got a place to rope, practice, hang around some guys that really roped good, and learn as much as I could. Maybe I should have stayed another year, but <laughs> how many years did you stay? I think it was three. Yeah, it's been it was I think a while. It was three, maybe maybe a little more than three, something like that. I, I think it was good for him, you know, because here he is. He's got this barn. I I think he would argue it was good for him. You know, it was a, it was a mutual agreement. You know, because you didn't get paid much, but you were also getting. Yeah. Um, instruction yeah. from it was, an NFR. Yeah, it was a good trade. I I, yeah, more than anything, I just call it a good trade. 
Right, you know? exactly. Which ne- neither one of us was out any real money. Yeah. You know, he had something I needed. I had something he needed. And exactly. We got together and it worked. And that's what, that's, that is the foundation of my intern program. It's like guys that want to learn how to ranch, want to learn how to rodeo. Because like you said, one of the biggest hur- hurdles to jump in that scenario is uh, having the facilities, mm-hmm. having the stock. You know, that's a big expenditure. Absolutely. Plus, you might have, you have a place to do it at, like the actual property. You know, right. and I don't know how many eighteen-year-olds own real estate, forty acres. I, right. I didn't. <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe people do it better than me, but I did not. So but was, that's a way. That's a way for you to learn a craft mm-hmm. with nothing. Yep. You find the right person. You got the right attitude, and you exchange hard work for knowledge. So, do you have people ever come to you for that, Jeremy? Man, man money's still a, a trade. It just adds friction to the trade where both sides lose. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the money takes something of it, you know? But, yeah, no, I've got my, I don't, I'm not going to say he's my first intern, but he's, we're, we're giving it a try. We have not perfected the intern thing yet. Um, I, I struggle with it, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Like, the hardest thing about it is finding something to where they feel like they're getting value and staying busy, you know, cause I'll get kind of caught in these things where I'm doing something. And then, uh, but you know, we, we're just, we're just practicing at it. We're just getting better at it. I kind of so. use the example, like, like at my, at my house riding two year olds and people are like, you should hire somebody to help you. I'm like, get you an intern that wants to learn. And I'm like, anybody that's good enough to really help me probably good enough to just go make their own way. You know mm-hmm. say I bet it's some similar to you. Anybody that's, good enough to really be helpful to you can get a good job somewhere else check out dalebrisby.com for the new rodeo time apparel old son we got a lot of new shirts and caps on dalebrisby.com it's hoodie season well i think the problem is so if you're a little bit older and you can look back at somebody like jeremy somebody like garrison so jeremy builds houses and you do a lot of things you you help people with investments but right now, you know, Turnkey is is uh, your your construction company where you guys will build custom homes, and uh, not cookie cutter homes. And then uh, you built the grounds out here where mm-hmm. we are, forty two units. It's a horse place. Keep your horse, etc. Both both you guys have been like soundboards for me for ideas. You're both been like I've known you both ten plus years. I personally know just the crazy amount of knowledge that a young person could get by shadowing you guys, like anything horse related, anything home builder related, and then just wisdom and how to be, you know, a man, how to make decisions, how to make logical decisions. It's funny that you two are on this podcast with me. Like both you two are like very logical the way you look at just any situation and then figure out a solution, you know, and, uh, but the point is, is like, I could see an 18, 19 year old that comes along. Like if, if he wanted to team rope or train horses, like you need to go shadow garrison for a year and work for him for free. If he wanted to start a construction company and build anything, you need to go shadow. But is that 19 year old sit because they're 19, they're not going to be able to have the wisdom to see that maybe they're not, maybe they are hopefully, yeah. but very few of them are going to have the wisdom to see that like that's taken a step backwards so that you could then get that wisdom and knowledge to take three, four steps forward later on. But because people like 
well, I need to make money right now. Well, not necessarily. If you can survive and learn a craft and learn all this wisdom that, because I know this is what I'm trying to say. I think that if somebody jumps out there and just does something right now, they're going to make a lot of their own mistakes. I think where at, for instance, Carson right now wants to ride Bronx. He could get him a saddle. He could go to one or two schools. He could, he could enter just inner rodeos and go, 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 go. And he could just go make his own mistakes. But along the way, he might, it, it might take the wind out of his sails or go somewhere and learn from someone else's mistakes that they've made. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So like, yes, technically, if he's working for me for free, he is taking a step backwards. But if it helps him, you know, like, no, 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 we need to loosen your binds. Let let that let those binds out. Don't go to that rodeo. Go to this rodeo. Get on these practice horses. Think about this in the shoot. This is your shoot procedure. Don't get that saddle. Get this saddle. Yeah. You know, two, three, four weeks, a month of that is going to be worth its weight in gold. Same thing with you guys. Like I've, I've always said. And you that, knew that with Garrett, with Kermit. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to get at. And my advice to anybody doing anything is whatever it is you think you want to try to do, go find the best at it that you personally can. Whatever yep. that is, whatever your ceiling is, go for that. If Trevor, you know him, go there to learn the rope. Or do, you know, same thing, if, yeah. you know, like if somebody's interested in doing what you're doing, you know, you, you seem like a good spot to start. You know, yep. like you just like you're talking about, go to somebody that knows more than you. Yep. You, know, you don't want to be the smartest guy in the room all the time. You know? Yep. Bring the apprentice model back. You can't. I'm, I'm a big believer in that. Like, I don't want to be the smartest guy in the room, which very seldom I am. But, you know, you can learn when you're. Somebody smarter than you, you can learn if you got your eyes open and your ears open. Yeah. Yeah. My my partner in the in the custom home business is uh uh Tony Denman. And when I was in college with me and Carly bought a house, we were gonna remodel it using YouTube and we quickly realized that all me and Carly and Sterling knew how to do was tear out walls. We didn't know how to put them back and, and YouTube wasn't quite as robust. Um so like whatever he wanted to do, whatever he was doing, I was there to do it, you know, and, and, and he paid me some while, you know, while I was doing it and, and we worked through it, but, you know, learning from him was the, was the real value in it. The paycheck wasn't, oh, yeah. you know, it wasn't really there because yeah, that knowledge, that's what it wasn't for. you know, money, you get paid it and you go spend it and it's gone. Yeah. But like you said, whatever he taught you, that's yours till the end of time. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I, I think that's an important thing for people to remember you know you, you can you can keep that you know forever where where i've screwed up with the the intern model you know like what my my disservice that i've done to them is the first one i i felt uncomfortable not paying them so i paid them mm-hmm. okay well that that was completely the wrong thing to do in my opinion not because of anything that they did but then i feel like the stress of making sure, you know, the company's paying them. I got to make sure they, you know, produce something to offset that. And, a and, it's, asset. and then it's all short-term thinking. You know, it's not long-term for them. It's not long-term thinking for me. So if we move the money out of that transaction, mm-hmm. then like, you know, if I've got something that helps them and they can listen and all, I don't, I don't have to worry about if I can afford to pay someone that hears what I, what I talk about in a meeting. Well, then I don't have to worry about actually training them of what I talked about in the meeting. They're going to just absorb it while they're in the meeting, and I can afford for them to be in there because they're investing their time 
instead of me having to invest my money for them to be there. So that's what we're trying to do a little differently this time is, you know, where I thought I was, you know, I, well, I need to pay them. I feel bad about yeah. not paying them. Now I feel bad because I paid them. Yeah. So I, my intern program is usually two weeks somebody will work for free. And really at this point, it's, it's – so there's occasions where we'll bring someone in where we really don't need the help. And in that scenario, if they are adamant about wanting to be part of the team to learn how to rodeo, to learn how to ranch, they may have to work upwards of a month. Um, so Blythe, Kevin, uh, Donnie, they each came shortly after we had just brought on another intern. And so we didn't need the help. And they, I was clear about that. I was yeah. like, I don't need the help right now but you want to come learn this craft, that's fine. So they, th those three each had to wait a month before they got paid. Yeah. But they're riding bulls, they're riding broncs, they're, start, they're starting to like rodeo. So like there's an exchange there, yeah. but they're having to work in exchange for that knowledge. So what I tell them is after you do start getting paid, I mean, Donnie's been here three years. Yeah. Actually, as yeah, a joke, cool. I went back and paid him for two of those four weeks. Like, cause he like made a joke. He, he made a joke yeah. once. He was like, I, I think I've worked the longest out of anybody for free. And I like the next day I showed up, had cash and I was like, boom, can't say that no more. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a funny deal, you know? But the point is, is like, I told him, I said, I'm going to continue to call you an intern in the videos. And that is to market and brand to the world. Hey, we take interns. Yeah. And when you hear the word intern, it says a lot because it says, number one, you're going to learn, but number two, you're not going to get paid. Mm -hmm. And so there are some paid internships, but now when people apply, we've got people, and it's good for both sides. When they apply to be an intern, it means they really want to be there, yep. which is a big deal. Sure. Like I want somebody who really wants to be here because I'm out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you could drive out here, you, you better want to be here. So that, number one. Then number two, they're not expecting to get paid. Well, after two weeks, I'm going to pay you. Yeah. So now, but but it's an exciting surprise. Like, And I don't pay them, like, I pay them more than minimum wage. Yeah. So, like, they're going to make money. And so after, after those two weeks, it's a pretty cool job. You're yeah. getting paid like a normal. And, and we, we, 21, 22 years old, most yeah. of them don't have families. Yeah, we, right. we talked about this morning. Like, like they can be broke. Yeah, you don't need a whole lot when you don't uh -huh. have a lot of bills. This right. is the time you can invest in exactly. This. Like even if you wanted to invest in it, once you have a family and everything and else, you don't have the quite the same freedom. Change big time. I mean, you have real responsibilities. Yeah, yeah. but in this industry, like this is a big deal. Yeah. You know, like being it, like you talked about it, like Trevor. Like there's a guy, there's a young guy, Preston worked for Trevor for yeah. a lot of years. Like, how valuable is that? If Preston goes on like. Yeah. That joker could be at the NFR in a couple of years. Horse trainer. Who you do you know, think that's? Smart business guy. Yeah, I can say. He could learn. Even if he doesn't go. Whether he ever. Even remote. if he didn't, didn't even go the horse route. I mean, yeah. surely the relentless, all that stuff being. Just the I mean, mindset. I've never met Trevor really other than just, hey, you know, here and there. Just, Brilliant You don't mind. know who, my, who I am. but Brilliant mind. I mean, Laid back and very witty. Can't be dumb. You don't get to that saying. level no, without, being the, you know, that mindset. No, so even if that's all you got from it. It'd be invaluable. Yeah. And Donnie, he like he's like such to me like such a success story on the deal because man he's like one of the guys now too yeah and you know we kind of touched on it like doing what you do you're a young kid 
make a little bit, whatever, but how cool is stuff y'all get to go do? Yeah. Y'all get to go to some cool places, meet some cool people. Nothing right. else when you're an old man, you're like, 100%. Ah, I didn't make much money. That was a fun two years. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah and like, and what perspective your, did yeah, you gain like, during man, that? Man, I, I met people from here to there. And this, I, you know, I sat around and talked with, you know, JB Mooney, Trevor Brazil. Yeah. Donnie's got to meet them all. Boots. Uh, JB. You know, Boots O'Neill. JB, like, Boots, Marcus Luttrell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's <laughs> it worth to, for that off question or, or hearing how Marcus says something off camera that the, the audience gains something from that meeting, but not quite what Donnie gained oh, yeah. from it? Yeah. I mean, right. this, that, like I said, and, that, that's got to be but in, I, involved but in the, that whole, in the, that in whole the, inspiration came from like back my time in Snook. Like I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm not trying to blow smoke up your skirt, but like I remember you told me one time, like we were working our buns off mm-hmm. in Snook, Texas. It was August. Yeah. It was a Saturday, and we were getting ready for a performance. And uh, for and we we had our <laughs> so we, it was we were joking, suns out, guns out, because we were just sweating. I mean, it's Snook, Texas. You're chewing on the air in August. There's like <laughs> there was no breeze. Trees. And and we're at the back of this arena trying to sort steers and stock, and I'm getting paid. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting paid. So I was like, dude, why are you here, Garrison? You know, because, like, we're mad. Like, it's – and I was like, why are you here? And he said – and it, it's it was nothing against Kermit at all. Right. You it know, wasn't like, a dick. It was – It wasn't – not, not at all. Like, it – but it was just – for me in that moment, I was like, dude. And he said, man, when I leave here, they're going to have to find somebody to do this job. Matter probably two people. He didn't say that. I said that. Probably two people. And uh, but this knowledge I'm learning, I'm gonna take that with me the rest of my life. And I was like, and it just changed for me. Yeah. And he was right. Like, dude, it's this is an NFR. He won the NFR. This dude has way more knowledge about horses, roping, how to rodeo than than I ever will. Oh, fun fact: and Tyler s- roped a leg to uh, to set the arena tens tier record. So Kermit spun ten steers. Tyler slipped one leg. Otherwise, they'd have had the overall ten steer record that yeah, so uh, like, Buddy and them just broke last year. Yeah, he uh, not just kind of team roping. Yeah, no, like he he's good. just and uh, and we had fun. We all had fun. And uh, but it was just a hot day that right. it's just like somebody got to have some motivation to be out there on this day. Yeah. And I knew he wasn't getting paid. Yeah. And, and but but he was turning steers. Y'all roped. Every mm-hmm. day, back of your mind, you're like, "Man, I'm out here working this hard for this much money." Hang on, he ain't making any money. That's exactly right. That's how. That's how my. I was like, "What is your?" And he told, and it was just a quick. I didn't expect any sort of answer, you know. But it, and then he said that, and I was like, "Dang!" And then here I go down the rodeo trail, and it made me appreciate it. But anyway, that's kind of where that mindset. But that's a winner's mindset. But yeah, the the first time I like you know. Hey, Dale said I need an intern, that this is a good idea. I need to get an intern. Yeah. Well, that was all for me. I wasn't thinking about, you know, what I could do for the intern. So I, every time you think about yourself, it kind of backfires. So uh, this time, you know, it was it was almost like a request into our group, and it was somebody that is, you know, that, that knows who we are, that is invested in another project, that is a construction management student. You know what I mean? Like he, he wants to do the deal. He wants to be a builder. So he's a whole different person when he shows up than the person I seeked out going, Hey, you'd make an intern. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. that's a whole different deal. He wanted they, to be here. They, they gotta, gotta have, they gotta want to, that, that's a good point. One they of my, I gotta want to do it. 
Yeah, one of my guys said in a video, like, you get out of this what you put into it. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I'm I'm personally not going to, like, you got to be motivated. You got to ask the question. You got to ask me. You got to ask. You got to, like, I'm going to make sure I provide you the opportunity to learn, but you got to want to learn. You can't, you know, because, like, I, I was at a rodeo school with, with Lyle Sankey, and I was teaching bullfighting, actually. There was like five bullfighters, and it was in New Caney. And got done with the bull riding, and there was this, it was actually a steer, but he was big, and he was mean. It was like 1,200-pound steer, big, tall thing. And uh, I was like, hold the outgate. And so I made a half a round with him, round or two. And I was like, and all these kids were on the fence. And I was like, anybody want him? And we had done drills that morning. I was like, who wants one? And nobody said anything. It's like, all right, turn him out. And it was like 1130. So I was like, all right, well, we'll go to lunch. And we're walking in. And one of the dads of one of those students who had paid the $350 trend to be there was like, hey, this is bull. Hey, you need to you need to coach these guys. You need to get them all. And, and I was like, at first I was kind of like, yeah. And then Lyle walked up and he was like, yeah. no, sir. No, sir. I will. We will lay this out for you. But if they can't get there off the fence themselves, then yeah. they don't need to be doing it. Yeah, that ain't you know, I'm you. not going to go jerk you off this fence and put you in front of this steer. No. And I and then I was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. That's what I. That's what that's, I thought. Yeah, Lyle, yeah. tell them, Lyle. But and that was a big moment for me because and in in rodeo, I remember I I entered Leroy once. He didn't want to go. We went to Glen Rose, and he drew one of these big frontier horses and landed on top of his head. And I said, I'll never do that again. Yeah. yeah. Somebody, you better be motivated. Yep. I'm not going to hold your hand. I'm not taking that responsibility nope. to motivate you. Not with rodeo. Well, and, and some, you know, like a personal belief that you have that, that we can all see is that you make sure you provide the most value of the room. Okay. So that's your goal. You're going to make sure that you provide as much value, if not yep. more value than whoever you're sitting beside. That's the goal. So if the, if the intern gets to a certain level... And you're gonna make sure, hey, I, I'm. There's more value. I'm. I'm gonna make sure I, I provide more value in this situation. Well, then you're you can stop right there. But then if that intern picks up that value, then you have to pick up your value. Mm -hmm. So they can challenge yep. you all 100%. of the time. Absolutely. And you'll show up. Yeah, and I love a, that competition. That's a good. Yeah. I never thought about that. But as soon as they get to a spot, a as long thought. as you're that's right above really them, thought. then you're focused on. Yeah, but yeah. and when once you get into a back and forth with somebody like that. That's the one you want to keep. Yeah, for sure. And those are the ones that stay. Yeah, that's the guy that's going to yeah. can and maybe will do big, better things. You know? Yeah. Nobody so. wants to feel like they're getting taken advantage of. Mm -mm. Right. So I don't want someone who's going to try to do the bare minimum amount of work, mm -hmm. and they don't want to work for someone who's going to try to do the bare minimum amount of like pay or knowledge yeah. transfer or whatever you call it. Once you get in a battle with somebody, that's, a, that's healthy. Like, hey, mm -hmm. yeah. so long as you're both trying to outdo the other one, that's healthy, right. I think. But yeah, I, I get that. Like, I've got a little theory, like, on starting a cult. You know, I've got kind of my little, you know, I can get in the weeds with it. But, you know, sometimes somebody comes up and they're like, hey, can you, can you teach me how to do that? And I'm like, okay. And I start talking, and then they start telling me what they know. I'm like, I thought you asked a question, and now you're telling yep. me what I'm like. I'm not wasting my time, you know, spending minutes of my time trying to transfer knowledge to you that you're not interested in absorbing, you know, yeah. just like you talk about. But I get a guy over there 
And he asked me, hey, what about this? And I say, well, this is what I like to do. And he goes, well, I don't know. What about this little idea? And I'm like, hmm, that's a good point. You know, yeah. then, then it's kind of steel, sharpened steel, and you kind of maybe bounce an idea off each other. Like you talk about the yeah. competition deal is perfect. Yeah. But like I said, I'm not going to spend my time teaching you stuff. And then you not be interested in pushing me or that you need to give me something back too, you know? Yeah. yeah. You've got two ears in one mouth. You've yeah. already heard your story. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. uh, if you knew it, why did you ask? Me? Right. <laughs> why are you, <laughs> you here? just looking for an audience? Yeah. <laughs> you tra- you're trying to convince me or yourself, you know? Yeah. yeah. Chris Cox, I had him on a podcast. I love that guy. I love watching this stuff. Man. A couple of weeks ago. And he said the same thing. He was like, somebody will ask. I'll start talking. They interrupt me to tell me. What they're doing right. What they're doing. And then he said, I'll just stop talking and listen and stop. And then they'll, it'll kind of catch them off guard, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, no, I mean, obviously you don't want to know what I have to say. Let's hear, you know. Yeah, which, on the side note, I love listening to that guy. Yeah. Like, to me, that guy is. Cool dude. The, I've never met him, but, like, his philosophy and what he can do. And he's so humble about it, too, you know. Yeah. That's what I, yeah, he's tops in my book. I, I like for, Chris. For guys. I, it'd be cool to meet him one day. Yeah. yeah. I like that guy. Got a super interesting story. Yeah. I, he, I, he grew up, he was, the whole I think he was born in the U.S. And then his dad borrowed a little bit of money from maybe his grand, his grandmother and bought an island outside of Australia for like $65,000. Like this big island. Huh. And ranched on it. And then like wrote like like big ranch. But then Chris left that ranch at sixteen with nothing. Nothing. Not a dollar, not a pickup, nothing. And went and you know, he he wanted to ride bulls and uh, did ride bulls and then broke his arm in Australia. Like uh I think it was a practice bull right before a rodeo. They wanted to get on a few practice bulls and then but like bone came out and uh almost lost his arm and anyhow but then went to training some horses and then came back to florida bought a place trained horses sold that bought another place trained horses and then kind of was simultaneously doing real estate anyway if you're if you're listening to this go back to my chris cox podcast super interesting story yeah i've been meaning to listen to that one yeah that that, it seems but I think he was born in the really U.S. Cool. and then grew up in Australia and then came back to the yeah, U.S. I didn't know that. Which so, I, all I know is... I, I always thought he was from Australia. Yeah, me too. That was, but, it, but I don't think got he got the was, accent and everything. Yeah, but, uh, but left home six, 16 would not a dime. Mm, good for him. Yeah. He got a few of them now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he can rub a couple of them together, I guess. Yeah. You know, good for him. That's a people, you know, kids, which I don't know if I'm a success story or not. I, I used to care about it. You know, I really <laughs> right. did. I was like, am I making it? Am I not making it? And then it's like, I don't care if I am or I'm not. I got what I need. Dude. I'm doing what I like. I'm doing this. You know, in a, I forget where I was going with that. But, uh, you know, so you, you get caught up in that sometimes, you know, and kids will come up to me and they're like, and now I remember what I was saying, but they're like, well, man, what, what, what this, can I do this? Can I do that? I said, man, really, honestly, there's two people that don't make it in the world, dumb people and lazy people. Yeah. And that's the truth. I mean, yeah. you don't, it, granted, it's a harder road at times for dirt, depending on where you came from, but dumb, lazy people 
never make it. And no matter where they start. Never. It doesn't matter if they start in the middle, top, bottom, dumb, lazy people do not make it. Man. Smart, hardworking people will be higher than where they started. You, you If they you started said, at the top, they're going to be higher. Yeah. They're, they're not yeah. going to take. And if you're willing to work spot. hard, sooner or later, you're going to run into a lesson. If you're willing and, to learn, you're going to get smarter. And it's, I sound like such an old man sometimes because it's so cliche, but it's. We're getting there. It, it, but it, it's, it is because it's true. You know, yeah. it yeah. keeps getting said because it's always true. Yeah. You know, it's never not true. Well, you, you said, I don't know if I'm a success or not. I use you as an example in that conversation all the time. If I don't, if I don't use it, I think about it. But we were in Paducah like nine years ago. And Wendell, I, Wendell Culp. Yeah, you were there. Remember, well, that was longer than nine years ago. Then. Remember whenever we put that rodeo on? Yeah, but that was longer than nine years ago. I don't know how long anyway, ago it was. I, yeah, we were there. Mm-hmm. And Wendell was picking up. And uh, um, Wendell Colt, pickup man, one of my dad's best friends cowboy. since they were like 13, 14. Cowboy. Sure, cowboy. Yeah, like runs a ranch outside of La Mesa called Indian Canyon, like 100 sections, like big place. Like anyhow, this he's short enough cowboy. And uh, tall, they called him Stretch, really good pickup man. Mm-hmm. My, my dad said like back when they were going and working for Charlie, like he should have been at the NFR picking up but anyway um he said what you what you been doing garrison and you said i'll just training colts trotting in circles and he said not a dang thing wrong with it (laughs) yeah yeah i remember and that's what and it was that simple but like coming from wendell to garrison and that's what you've been doing since then and like i think about that conversation a lot Mm -hmm. like because this our society our you know whoever grandparents parents like a lot of people measure success through the lens of money period and it's like cuz if it just in casual conversation uh hey my name is Jeremy well what do you do yep uh well I'm a home builder oh really they say that because they assume you make a lot of money and so they, they, if they were to ask, um, what do you do? Well, I train horses. Oh, okay. And then their mind goes to, I wonder how much that pays. Yeah. Well, who gives a shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? The initial like, reaction to the most one, unsuccessful doctor in the world is different than the most successful horse trainer in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Which oh, is yeah. odd. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but what gets me is this like, that's a good point. Money is a tool. And, um, if you don't look through the lens of money for success, then uh, it changes everything. It changes everything because you could have been a doctor. You're educated. You're smart. You're intelligent. Like you could have been a lot of things, but you mm-hmm. wanted to work with horses, mm-hmm. and which doesn't mean you got to be broke. Yeah. But your average horse trainer doesn't make as much as your average doctor, and so the the income average is going to be less. And uh, Anyhow, but I've I've thought about that conversation and I've said those words. Like I'll talk to somebody and they say if they say anything with horses, I've I'll said those words and I'll think it in my head. Not a dang thing wrong with yeah. it. Yeah, I mean it. It's it's a hard job, but it can be a good job. And if you're good at it, you can make a living. Like 
like I said, I don't. I just stumbled into this thing. I just didn't want to do. I kind of knew what I didn't want to do. Yes. And it kind of, you know, life is going to put you where you're supposed to be. Yep. I believe that. And I ended up doing it, and it's like, well, I guess this is what I do, so I guess I better be good as I can be at it. And the next thing you know, you're like, you know, I, I mean, not to brag or anything, but it's like I pay for my place riding a horse. Yeah. Yeah. That's something. For you sure. Know, to me, that's something. everything. Yeah. And what that's, I, there's a lot of people that can't say that with their job. I try to yeah. ask myself yep. why until I can't answer the question anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be successful. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, I want to make a bunch of money. Why? Yeah. Well, uh, man, I want to be able to, to, you know, not have to go into that job and work for a, a chip from, you know, the last podcast. Yeah. And and I want to be able to take my kids to school. And I want to be able to go to their practice. And I want to, okay, so if you can do that before you make that money and get that success, that's just, it's taking you all the way back around in that circle. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're already there and we leave where, where we ultimately mm-hmm. want to get to to go find this arbitrary success and dollar amount just so we can finally get back there. And then we missed the whole time we could have been there. Well, I think exactly, I think that's dead on, man. Cause if I think I understand, like, I love what I, the thing I love most about what I do is I do like a horse. I, I don't, I like to rope. I like to do all these things. I like cows. But the big deal is the freedom to do all the things I want to do. Yep. My, I got this job that lets me come up here and hang out today. Exactly. I yep. didn't have to ask. I did have to ask my wife if we had anything Thursday morning. But, yeah, <laughs> right. but I mean, I didn't. I'm, I want to come up here and hang out. I'll come up here and hang out. If I want to go hunting, I don't get paid right. when I go hunting. But I get to live. it. Doing what I do, I like it. But it also allows me to enjoy the rest of my life. Yep. You know, I can, at 2 o'clock, if I want to go fishing with my buddy Colton, we can. Yeah. Freedom is the ultimate thing we're after. And that's me. That, to me, if if you told me I could have my job, and, like, in the spring, I love to go fishing. Oh, the guy that wants to take you hand fishing. Yeah. Anyway, he's like, hey, man, the fish are biting. You want to go? Yeah. Yeah. That's worth... I don't know how many dollars in salary to me. Exactly. It may not be to somebody else. Somebody else may be like, I no. I, if I stay, I get four hours of overtime. Good. If that's what makes yeah. you tick, go for it. But if you're not willing to work hard and learn, you ain't never going to get there. No. You'll end up fishing at two o'clock and then realize you can't pay your electric bill. Yeah. No, you got to, you got to, you got to prioritize. Like yeah, some yeah. days he's like, gotta, hey man, let's go. I'm like, no, I can't. Yeah. I got to work hard today. <laughs> yeah, today I well, there's, pay. there's more days like that, that you do yeah. say, no, I'm going to do that. But Craig Cameron, I spent a couple summers with him. And when I was a kid, I remember it was, I mean, I was like 13. I remember like it was yesterday. He was standing in a round pen, and he said, it don't matter if you were put on this earth to be an astronaut, a horse trainer, bucking horse rider, uh, you know, build homes. If you were put on this earth to do that, and that's what you're doing, there will still be days where you wish you were doing something else. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And, and so so long as you know they're coming, and then you know you just got to get through them, yeah, yes. and then I think you got to be careful once those days stack up on top of each other and then you got more of those days than not in a year or a, in a in a month or in a year then you might need to think about doing something different but if you are doing well, if we the, the way i put it, it, it going with what you're saying is 
everybody good day is great, no matter what profession you're in. If you had a great day, it's a great day. But, like, my bad days aren't that bad. You know, whereas yep. if you're a I, – I don't know. I wouldn't know what to say. But if like, you were in the wrong spot. Well, like a – yeah, like a, a – a, say you're an investment guy. You know, and, oh, man, we made a great deal today and made a lot of money. Well, that's a great day. Everybody's great day is good. Yep. But then, like, I bet his bad days are bad when, like, the stock market crashes <laughs> and his phone's ringing. Hey, what's the deal? When you, you know? But his bad days, if he's in the right spot, may well, feel just like your bad yeah, days so. since you're in the right spot. You're in a healthy say, spot, yeah. you know. But your bad days, if they were his bad days, like, no, I don't want none of that because it's not the spot that, yeah. you're, that yeah. you want to be yeah, in. Yeah, so it's, it's hard to say, you know, what, who – Exactly like you're saying, you know, to me, like my bad day would be, I don't know, whatever it would be. But like you said, then a yeah. guy in the office is going, what? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. I would rather go to prison than do that for one afternoon, you know? Yeah. And vice versa. Right. You're sitting in an office going, man, this is a bad day. He's like, no, no, this is one of the good days. Man, like, I got to get out of here. I'm, like, no, I'm out of this joint. Yeah. yeah. It's all about perspective. Mm-hmm. It really is. But you got to you gotta know yourself. But I get a lot of people that, um, so aside from the intern thing, I get a lot of people that come in and say, you know, how do I get started? So let's say, you know, they, they've heard the, the, the spiel about, all right, I need to find somebody and learn, you know, about cows or learn about horses or learn how to train them, whatever area they're going into. Let's say they've learned enough to know the trade that now they're ready to go start the trade. So from someone who makes his living on a horse, you pay your bills with horses and cows. What would be like some 10,000 foot advice that you would give, you know, like one of these interns, they're going to leave rodeo time and then go start out on their own. You, to, to me, I'll sidetrack just a little bit and then get back to the point because if you're really good at one thing in your life, that's that's good. You know, I see a lot of people try to do too much and kind of end up doing a halfway job at everything. If I was to tell somebody, be like, if you're going to start, if you want to hang your shingle out and start two-year-olds, first things first, you better be good at it. You that that it makes no difference if if you're if you're the smartest business guy and you know how to get the best deal on feed, which all that comes in. You know, if you buy a bulk, you get a discount. My hay comes from here. You got to know all that, but you better be good enough to do it. So, be good at your trade. If you're going to build homes, you better build a good one. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not going to have another job. And then uh, the second thing, which I try to live by. The most important horse you'll ever ride for somebody is the first one. That's the one they're going to – and they're probably not going to send you the best one the first time. Yeah. No one ever sent me – everybody that I've rode a colt for in the 12 years I've been doing it, I've gotten better ones now than I did when I started. Not because they have better horses, because they was going to try me out first. Yeah. You know, I mean, so you better be good at what you do if you're going to start colts. And then you better be prepared to really do some of your best work on not the best product. Yeah. They're, they're not going to, if, if they're not going to accept 
from a rookie, this horse ain't that good. Right. I got a. I can tell. There's a few people I ride for. I'm like, man, I don't know. This horse kind of going to be in this ability category, and they'll kind of be like, okay, well, we'll sell that one, and move on. But the first ones, they were not interested in my opinion. Yeah, that's a good point. They want to see the result. Yeah, I need this horse yeah. to do that. Right, and I and and I which that in in going along with that, the horses that take the most work are the sorriest ones. You know. I rode a horse for Blue Lavender a few years ago. Like, maybe as good a colt as I've ever rode ever. Like, I think they sold him for, like, I'm not, I don't know how much, a lot, a lot of money. But I called him four days afterwards because Blue's kind of mess with you a little bit. I'm like, hey, who, who been riding this horse? He's like, man, nobody. And I was like, well, he'll stop and spin around, like, on the fourth ride. Like, I, I've never seen anything like it. I just, you do that, and he, he turns, and you go, whoa. And he, I was like, I had to do no work on that horse. But then I've had some old owl heads that were like, just every day's a fight to make it do anything. You know, you can get there, but it's, so you better be prepared to work above and beyond to get the same result Yeah, at the beginning. Right, be willing to do a lot of work to make sure your brand survives exactly. as a lifetime. You, you, the first one is the most important one. Because if you go out there and pride ownership with a horse, they've either bred it or bought it mm-hmm. or something, they're pretty sure it's a good one, you know, <laughs> even though it's never been rode. Like, oh, it's a good horse. Okay, let me get to work and make it a good horse. It, it better be, otherwise they're going to be mad, you know. Which you also have to be prepared for because that's going to happen oh. too. Yeah, one guy, a kid one time told me, he's like, yeah, I want to ride horses. I said, well, that's good. Go for it. He's pretty handy. And uh, he called, I called him a few months later. He goes, man, I ain't sending me nothing but junk. I was like, well, you better get ready for that. Because, like, out of all, you know, I keep about eight outside horses all the time. And every once in a while I get one I want to buy. But as a general rule, they're just, they're, I'm not saying they're terrible horses. They're just not for me. And, you better be prepared to ride stuff you don't like and do a good job like you do like them. You know? Yeah. It'd be like if someone wants you to build something and you're like, I don't like that color. Right. I'm not gonna, no, that, that, ain't, that ain't what I hired you for. Exactly. <laughs> you yeah. do a good job at what you're supposed to do a good job at. And and when we make mistakes, which we do, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we you said it real early on in, in the conversation, you know, I hope I'm better at it. You know, yeah. well, that's a really good point because if I'm not a better home builder today than I was five years ago, what have I been doing? You know, yeah. you can either have 20 years of experience or you can have one year of experience 20 times. I heard someone say one time, I thought that was a really good point because if you're not getting better at it, what was the point in what you've been doing? But that means somewhere along the way, like every customer that I had yesterday didn't get as good a service as the ones I'm going to have tomorrow. They, you know, now I hope I still provided with them with more value than they exactly. paid. What did you say earlier? <laughs> he said, uh, man, you used to do this. You used to do oh, that. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I was telling him how uh, you better, like, I remember things y'all say. Yeah. Like, both of y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember things y'all said five, six years ago. <laughs> Somebody thought, I was like, well, you used to do this. Yeah, well, I also used to my pants, too, but I stopped doing that, didn't I? <laughs> right. and it's true. I mean, life is, 
It does. I used to couldn't even walk. Yeah, but and then I learned how. But if you're showing up no matter what they give you to do, to do it the best you can, then you really don't have any reason to, you know, overly apologize. Like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm human. I made a mistake. I'm striving to get better. But I still showed up to work for you as, as hard as I could yeah. and provide as much like, value. I've never sent – I say never. Never is a bad word. I can't remember being – not to say that I've always done the best, but I feel like I've strived to always do the best that I can yeah. at that time. And I've never been embarrassed about, not to say I'm the best, because there's people way handier than me, but I've never been embarrassed to hand somebody the reins yeah. because I always felt like, like man, that's what I, you got all I had. You know, and it, I feel like if you can do that in life, you're going to be pretty happy, you know. I mean, not, not to say that Chris Cox can get take the horses I get and do better than me. That's fine. He probably has more game than me. But if I do my best, that's all I can ask of myself, you know. Yeah. And that and kind of what you're talking about, I like a little level of discomfort. Yeah. Like I don't want to ever feel like – Got this. Better look around if you, you know, do. I don't want to be confused and yeah. be like, I don't, right. I don't know what to do. <laughs> right. But I want to be like, man, I, I don't know. That works for me. Aligns with not being the smartest person in the room. Yeah, it's like else. I want to, I want to, I want to feel as if there's something I don't know. Yeah. I, like I said, I don't want to be lost and need like. I, I don't want to be the dumbest I, person I in the room. I need a new map here. <laughs> this, this, I'm way off. But yeah. I, that to me, I think that's a healthy thing. I like to go. To, to other people's places and just ride and rope and do whatever just to see if there's something they're doing that maybe I can pick up on, maybe vice versa. I don't know. But I, I like to feel as if, I don't know, I, I was always real competitive, mm-hmm. you know, playing sports. So I don't know if that kind of plays in where it's like I want to I wanna feel like I'm not the best so I can work harder to maybe be the best, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. Kind of a I think that's one of the most important reasons why you should do something that you care about doing. Because like if I'm just coming to ride Colts because I think it's an opportunity, then I'm I'm focused on so much other stuff other than the thing. Mm-hmm. But really when you climb on that horse, that's a different horse than any other horse you've been on and there's a puzzle to him. Oh yeah, that's the game. And so that's the game. That's mm-hmm. the whole point. Is that I think that's where a lot of that drive comes from is staying in an environment where there's always a puzzle to solve. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, and I like not – I don't know. I've never had a real desire to be like a full-on trainer. Yeah. Like cutter, rainer, team roper, calf roper, trainer, whatever, barrel. Because that just doesn't appeal to me. To me, the puzzle is the young ones. Mm-hmm. The How do I get this to do that? And I don't know. Like you just said, it, that makes, it, it, it's a game. It keeps it new. Everyone, it's it's it keeps it fresh. Yeah, and you're you're tasked with giving that young horse its best opportunity to go do any job it can be exactly. successful at. And I imagine you've probably told somebody, "Hey, I, you know, I, I know you like to do this. This horse has got a lot, lot this, that he could oh, do yeah. over here." Yeah, I don't. This can you know? be a struggle. I think this would be. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's it's your horse. Yeah. yeah. Huh? And that that is fun. Like you said, that's a good way to put it. It's the game. Yeah, in my in my business, and 
Yeah. If I can play the game I want to play yeah. and have the freedom to live around the people I want to mm-hmm. live around the way I want to live around them, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what else I'm after. Yeah. And I usually get just enough more than what we spent every month and, <laughs> and life's happy and yeah. life's good. You know? But Dude. if you had tenfold more, if, if you won the lottery tomorrow, I have a feeling you'd be doing the same thing you're doing today. I, <laughs> you know, like, talking, getting back to like what you would tell a young kid. You know, just like you said, if you would do this, if you were a billionaire, yeah, then you're in the right spot. Then it can't be too bad of a You're day. in the right spot. Yeah. You know, if you sit there and if a young kid goes, man, if I ever get rich, I ain't right messing with these horses. You're not going to be very good at it. No. You know, uh, that, that, that would be a pretty good little tidbit. If you would do it rich. Yeah. I know it sounds cliche, but it's true. Yeah. You know? But if yeah. you're doing it for money, what do you want the money for? So if you already had the money, what would you do? Yeah. You might be easier going down that path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went. To, I took the the guys to um, the R. A. Brown Ranch to do like just like a little bit of field trip. It's it's real close to us, and so I wanted them to see another ranch and see the facility. And and uh, um, Donnell Brown, they they they've done it before, and they've got a system. So when a group comes in. You know, they've showed him around before. So he goes around, asks everybody their names. And uh, at the end of that, he'll attach what he won't be doing in five years. Wow. And uh, it was, it was, I hadn't been asked that in a long time. And it caught me off guard. And I guess I hadn't really spoken it out loud. But I said uh, this exact same thing. And I said, if I could be doing this <laughs> in five years, I am 100% happy, like, making videos, we're rodeoing, we're ranching, like, this is my dream life, and and uh, I don't need a boat, I don't need an island, I don't need a jet yeah. ski, like, I don't yep. need, you know, one day, one day, what I'd like is a really nice, big, tile shower. <laughs> Man, you are hard to please. I'm like That's one day when you said I'm gonna have a custom bathroom. You know a guy. <laughs> I do. I didn't really think of that. That's not where guy. I was headed. But you're right. <laughs> I know a guy. Sound like but a like, shameless poor. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It ain't if none I of that. Just yeah. have if, that. No, 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 no. And it ain't even Tiny that. Tim <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, I'll be happy with one or two vacations a year where they got one. There you go. So, but but that's that's like that would be neat because like my old man really liked you know, a nice, big, nice shower. And like, that was his time in the morning. He'd like pray and like, he just, he would take a long shower, you know, like, and I like, when we go to Vegas, sometimes if I could score, uh, I had this friend at the South Point, he would score me these coupons for like a day in the, the, the spa thing, like not to get my nails done, but like you go back there, they got that steam room. Where, where are you going with it? Your nails do look good. <laughs> you got that steam room and the sauna, you know, like those are, that's like a big shower, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, whatever. The point is, like I just I want to keep living this life what I'm doing. If I win the lottery, um, I'll probably make less videos, but I'm still making videos. And well, so, like, even people in that position that that, and I'd be good if this was five years from now. It still is hard to say, right? It takes an enormous amount of confidence to say I'm where I'd like to be in five years because you don't feel like you're supposed to say that, you know? Yeah. It it like, was like your goal is there to get there, and that's but, why I, and to be willing to say it. It's like there's hesitation to but, even be willing to say it. But that uncomfortability, I like that you said that. You know, yeah. because like life is fragile, mm-hmm. 
the whole world learned that in 2020. Mm-hmm. Like life is fragile. So for me to just be like kick back and be like, I'm okay to just chill because I am where I want to be, uh, is not safe. No, I no. cannot do that. You know, like I've got to continue to grow. You're either going up or down. Well, I, I, I use the example all the time with people. It's, it's like treading water, like doggy yes. paddling. You quit paddling, you don't stay there. Yes, yeah. sir. You sink. hundred percent. I believe that to my core. Yeah. And that's what, that's why like I work so hard to keep my head above water mm-hmm. for your analogy sake. And, uh, anyhow, that's, that's what. And store as much fat as you can so you float if you get tired for a minute. But you ain't going to float forever. Yeah. I'm not trying to float. I'm not trying to. I, I don't mind the paddle. I no, enjoy paddling. I, either. Yeah. I really do. But I, 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 I sometimes I paddle harder than I should have, you know, and I need to go spend time with my family. But, but it's just because, like, I just want to make sure I'm still doing this in five yeah. years, yeah. you know. But, and, and one thing, like, what people that know – that I know you pretty good. They always, what's he, what's this? What's he like? What's he do? I was like, man, it's like that. It is. Yeah. There's cameras and stuff, but we talked for what an hour this morning. Yeah. And all we did was hit a button, you know, yeah, we didn't yeah. change much. It, was, it was no different. And, and like this, we talked what 10 minutes before they started this thing. Yeah. Just that, like but, this. And that's what I think you're relative relevant. And they're going to stay relevant because it's not, to me, what I like about it, it's not a show. It's just a life. And it's an interesting life because it's interesting to you. And that translate to yes, people sir. watching it. They're like, that guy's really having fun doing that. Yes, sir. And that's contagious. When you see people that are truly happy, truly having fun with what they're doing, it's hard to not be like, yes, yeah, I want to watch that. Man, yes, what you sir. what you just said. So the, the manager of the grounds is back there while y'all are doing that. And mm-hmm. he comes in my office. He goes, man, that was cool back there. And I was like, it's kind of cool to see it behind the scenes, huh? And he goes, no, the cool part about it is they didn't change anything. No, we just talked. Like, yes, he sir. did not change. There's yeah. not a character. There's not a... Uh, a thing that he puts on, or a, nothing changed. Mm-hmm. They just recorded what they were doing out there. He was like, "Man, that was cool." Yeah, yeah. and so I, that's that's, say I that. guarantee you that's why. I guarantee you that's why you've had this success. Yeah, and you've made good decisions. You've you've springboarded that into a lot of cool stuff. But the reason it stays up front is. It's fun to watch. Yes, sir. I've known you forever, and I still watch your little deals. And it's like, <laughs> I it's like man, that's funny. And it's man. sustainable because you're not because putting it's not on a something. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if you've got a script, eventually you, you get to the last page. Yeah. yeah. But when you, yeah, it's that's just life. And, and the it, entire group you've built, like everyone was coming up with, you know, what that yeah, what that like was. You know? you know, we just feed into this, and then you like these conversations. They go here and they man, and I, they, that's a good point. They just. And be, I've not thought of it like this, but now that you say it like that, it makes me think because people will ask me a lot. They'll get like, they'll come in real close. Like, man, what do you really like to do? Well, no, (laughs) kind of, but they'll be like, you get, you get tired of this. And I don't know what to say because I don't No, And I'm just, but that's why. Yeah, like we just turned on a camera, like mm-hmm, we were 100%. having. That that was no stage. And so, like, so nothing. we 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 filmed a few, you know, what will be two or three videos this morning, and like, we just filmed 
what Life. you and I enjoy doing and what we would have been doing without the camera. Yeah. And so like, really like, and then you get people around you like Carson, Cole, Donnie, you could build a culture. Yeah. You film all of us experiencing life. Well, like we're just being ourselves. Mm-hmm. Well, now just put us in different situations and we, we have to, we have to edit it in such a way and we've got to turn on the camera yeah, at the right time. It. And, yeah. and it's got to be valuable for people, yeah. you know, catch us catching the rattlesnake and, mm-hmm. you know, like the, those little moments that are going to be interesting that will grab people and actually entertain them. But like that, that's, that's what encourages me about, well, I want to do it in five years. Well, I, I guess so long as I want to continue to be myself and people still find it interesting, yeah. then Garrison had the freedom to come rope today. Mm-hmm. You had the freedom to come rope today. You turned on a camera so that it would fund that freedom. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And eventually I do have to move a t-shirt or two to pay the three guys that are with me this week on payroll. Yep. You know, yeah. we, like, we, let, 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 we, we do got We do all need to make money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, yeah. Uh, right. Like that. Yeah. But you know, two, two things I heard one time, they said, nobody's got a good enough memory to be a good liar. I feel that's pretty true, you know, yeah. and you can't fake being really happy. Yeah. You can't, it, 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 it'll show. I, I don't. And that, that's, I mean, just saying what we're saying, like, I, and I, I made the comments today, like, usually I'm very, I put a lot of effort into when I wrote, and I, and I really try to be good, and I don't like to mess up, and I try to be as yep. perfect, perfect as I can. I told somebody, like, I've never had that much fun roping that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. When and you- I, I, that's, a, anybody that knows me, for me to say I had fun and didn't rope good is like. Yeah. Well, I know you. And, and I was and, like, because we were, he, he doesn't heal. He's a header. Well, he's teaching me and like learning to head, I feel like is a lot easier that, than learning to heal. So it's like for the sake of the video, let's learn to head and meet Dale, learn to head. And so like, he's teaching me from the heel side, how to head. Well, at the end is he's like, all right, well, we got to switch for a few, which look, you know, a thousand percent. Okay. You know, and he missed that first one. And uh, I was like, oh, no. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember, I was like, he's passionate about this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Be like, it'd be like if we were to buck off something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if, if it doesn't bother you, you're not going to be very good at it. No. And, uh, but, then point, you, but, but then you calm down and you smoked that next one. Like almost pulled his horns off and went to the horn. And I was like, okay, now we're back. But, like, <laughs> but, but just going back to the, you, you, can't, you couldn't stage that. No, you couldn't. There's not good enough actors in the world, and I don't know if the video is going to be good or not. But I, I, I don't. I had so much fun, and I didn't even. There's times we were just talking, and I look and I was like, "Oh yeah, Donnie's filming this." Yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, I re- and I know that people may not believe that or not. I don't care, but that's the truth. Yeah, we were just yeah. we were just talking, and the diehard fans that watch enough. I said, not even diehard. If you watch enough videos, you get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get the joke. And you can see through the joke, and then you see the part where it's just like, yeah, this is there. It's just, you know. it's, it's real people. I if, mean, if, we made the first video nine years ago. Yeah. If anybody, wow. you can only fake so much for, yeah, for nine years. Right. If, if everything's scripted, I don't care that, I don't care how big the book is. No, you'll get to the last page. And there is <laughs> that's no, a, that's a good point. <laughs> there's no, there is no script, therefore, there is no last page. There is, is. no end. You, this, 
I, what I want to know, here's my only question is, like, what are you going to do when you really are the 67-year-old age? Because those are my favorite. By yeah, the way. dude, I just did one. I'm going to start releasing them today. 67-year-old rancher them, went to the rodeo. But how come is a 67-year-old like, rancher I'm in Henrietta, Texas. This sumbuck is packed. That's awesome. I'm in the dang arena running neck ropes. That's hilarious. I am like. Work gloves on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Suspenders. <laughs> same hat. Oh, nice. Dude, I'm about to start releasing <laughs> but, but these why videos. Is this, just, if anybody's really paying attention to He ought to be like years, 73 by yeah, now. <laughs> he's not getting any older. Yeah, he's kind of got the fountain of youth. Yeah, well, you know he's living, I mean? that, living that best life. One yeah. day you'll get to pretend to be but, young. Or they were all filmed in one year and they're all getting released. And You know, you know one thing I try to do or, or keep in perspective and i'm sure you and we both can can uh, we can all three agree on this like no matter what happens i just don't want to be forced out meaning i'm not good enough to do this anymore yeah or, yeah or you know so, so that, that's my goal to be like like in you for you i think i think you could be 80 and be like yeah sure this, yeah you know and well, it, why not? Right. Yes, sir. That's kind of what I think. <laughs> you, know, you know. Why not? I mean, what, there's there's a version of it like why not? You know, fifty six and like still making videos. Why not? Maybe they look a little different. You know, maybe right. there's like some sort of. But until until cowboy stuff quits being funny, you got a job, in my opinion. <laughs> you know. Well, I very much appreciate the 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 confidence. And you didn't paint yourself. One one thing I, I always think is the cool when people ask me about him, I was like, you, I really don't know what you are, and I know you. Like right. you, don't, you don't paint yourself into a corner in any aspect of your life that I've ever been around. You can, you can <laughs> pivot and pivot and pivot and pivot, and then you came back and you're like, oh, I already did that, but I'll pivot off of it again, you know. And yeah, and that's why you're here, man. See, that's what I was talking about to be on a podcast, like. You too, like you're saying some stuff that's not foreign, but I've just not heard it put in that way. That makes me like, yeah, that's right, man. There's like logic to it, you know. But um, curious, yeah. What a curious mind, yeah. Like the way both of y'all think, like that. Both y'all, yeah. I, I mean, Garrison used to help me a lot with women too. <laughs> You were in a bind. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was that bad. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, but, and then you added that disclaimer at the end. I remember I was like, man, the, the, but the one thing is, I think, is like that you should not take women advice from me. So like, it was like this disclaimer that if it didn't work out, you could say, I told you, I told you. It was a possibility this wasn't going to work. Yeah, <laughs> there's a possibility. <laughs> Oh, shoot. Um, no, we usually wrap these up with life advice. So, which I feel like that's what this whole podcast has yeah, been. Yeah, it kind of did do the that. The theme of the whole thing. Man, I don't know if I get to count it as my life advice or whether it's even life advice, but um, you, you were describing someone that you had a lot of respect for. We can tell you had a lot of respect for. And then... Garrison said cowboy and you said yeah like we know exactly what he meant mm -hmm. because he said cow like one yeah. word cowboy yeah Wendell you know? yeah and 
like if you if you if you aren't in the I don't know industry but lifestyle or the culture like a part of the culture you know maybe that word doesn't mean as much but it it's like to, the way you said it and the way you used that term wasn't that he rode good or roped good or did any of the cowboy thing you know he was just a cowboy honest hardworking somebody you could trust it was a it was a matter a of fact term of respect yeah. like yeah. that's what it was was a term of respect so whatever industry you're a part of you know like when someone talks about you if the other person's you know cowboy mm-hmm. you know like that that whatever industry you're in or however that term would be you know if we could yeah. strive towards contractor <laughs> home builder yeah. i don't know if it has the same you yeah. know or like level. or like military like killer yeah you know what i mean like in yeah. the if most respectful out, sense like if we're out of the the environment we're like man what's a killer i don't know you know but that's not what you meant when you said it you know yeah no that being that being that would be cool yeah trying to be that mm. what you got I don't know. That was I was enjoying listening to that. That was a good point. Um, one thing I think is is real valuable to to me and things I try to do is, is kind of like I talked about earlier. Like I am, I can nerd out on people that are good at something. Like, I mean, like I can get like I got. I know this old this guy. Uh, Tommy Avis, like he's like long bow aficionado, like he's like the best at it, and I'm just like I'm in awe of that. And 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 I think if people look for that, you can learn a lot of stuff that you thought you maybe never would. Like for example, we got buddy Colton. Like he takes me fishing, he catches like 25 to my one. He's the best at it that I know, and I'm just in awe of watching people be good at stuff. And I don't, very seldom do I have jealousy about it when I truly look at it. And, and I guess it would be the same with, like, great musicians. Like, I don't know anything about playing a guitar, but, like, I can watch somebody that's really good at it and appreciate, appreciate it. it. And I feel like to live a, and I don't always do the best, you know, none of us do, but, like, I have my best days. and I feel like I'm my best me when I'm appreciating what somebody else is doing well. Man, that's such a good point. And, 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 it, and, and I kind of go segue over to another thing I try to do is, um, uh, you know, as, as, you're, as you're watching that, and I heard a guy say, man, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not who somebody else is today. And I thought, man, that's good. I need to remember that because yeah. I'm, I'm real bad to be like, oh, that guy's roping better than me. And I'm like, yeah, but I wrote better today than I did yesterday. You know, and then when I do that, I feel like I'm my better me. You better. You know? man. And, and so if I got, like, my advice, people would be like, learn to enjoy. And it's hard because jealousy is a son of a gun. Yeah. And I ain't nobody that ain't yeah. ever been jealous as a lion. Yeah. That's something about you. Somebody's been jealous of somebody. And it sucks. Yeah. It's not a good life. I've done it. I've tried it. It's horrible. Yeah. But when I can truly appreciate, I don't, whoever, whatever, if it's like, like Donnie looks like he's the best camera dude you've ever had. Cool. I appreciate that. 
and that you can get joy out of watching somebody be good at something. Yeah. That is a good way to live. I have my best days when I do that. Man, I'm going to write that down. Yeah, I, there's another on. thing I got to write down is what he said. It's like there's there are two people that won't make it. Yeah. Dumb people and lazy people. Lazy people. And if you're and both, if you're, you're both, both no you're screwed. <laughs> so you're saying like if you're dumb, you won't make it. Well, you can be. You, you can be dumb. Now, I'm not calling people dumb, but if you're like, man, I just physically, my mental capacity won't let me run a business. I can't organize a business. But Jeremy hires me, and he hires me to do this. That's all I f- mentally can take care of. But I, I do it perfect every day. You'll have that. That guy will have money. Yeah, yeah he'll have yeah. a job. If you're willing to work hard at yeah. that, then it'll. You know, mm-hmm. and some lazy people can maybe come up with a good idea and sell it. You know, maybe if they're smart. Yeah, you know, he's like, I don't like to work, but I come up with some good. I invented these apps on my phone and I sold them. But like, uh, if you're dumb and lazy, yeah, nobody hires that guy. Nobody yeah. hires. And that I bet guy. it's hard to find a top level anybody that's not hardworking and and works on learning all that continuously yeah. learning. Yeah, you don't have to be smart. You just got to get smarter. Yeah. So I'm just going to echo that because I'm going to try to hang on to it. But then I would just say don't look at success through the lens of money. No. Yeah. You know, no. I think you got to be wise with what money you do get. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, you know, like blessed are the poor. Mm-hmm. What the Bible says, but like, I mean, Jesus chose a life of poverty, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, he was neither dumb nor lazy. Yeah. But I just, there's something to that, you know. Um, but yeah, just like, just like Wendell said to you, trotting in circles, there ain't a dang thing wrong with it. You can't be lazy nope. and you can't be dumb, but there's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. So, I like, there's, th- there is a level of disrespect. Like if you if you're just lazy and dumb about it, and you're poor, like all right, you got to change something. Mm-hmm. But so like I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Garrison Gable, who is not lazy, who is not like you're you're smart and you're hardworking, and you've got I mean you've got these capabilities to do anything. You want to do this thing? Mm-hmm. Does it that that's that's the kind of like get yourself in a position where you're you're working hard. And you're making wise decisions, but then do what you want. Mm-hmm. But yeah, don't. Yeah, and and I mean, teach its own. Some people love to just go to that job. Yeah, that's no, that, that that's madness to me. Yeah. I, well, to 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 drive to drive your truck down the same road that takes the exact same number of minutes. Well, you can to get to that. You know that that's people. You can turn it off. You know, some people like they they can. I mean, like. Five o'clock, they turn it off, and they don't have to focus on the problems of an entrepreneur. Well, that's right. I mean, you know what I mean. There's a lot of entrepreneurs that commit suicide. Yeah, yeah. that's a real. That's a and because that's the other thing is like, yeah. I didn't if there's ever been in a rodeo. if there if there, if there's ever been one rich person that committed suicide, one all it takes is one, which there's been way more than one. But if there's ever been one rich person to ever commit suicide, that means money doesn't solve all problems. No, right. and there's been a lot of entrepreneurs that have the money that committed suicide mm. because of after five o'clock. 
And if yeah. you work for that guy, you ain't got to worry about it after five o'clock. That's on him. Well, that's right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I wouldn't hold it against anybody. Like if if they're if they're standing on their own two feet. Like you, I don't I don't know that you have to make other people's life better. You just can't drag other people down. But if it takes someone else's work and you could do something about it and you choose not to because someone else is willing to do it for you, then there there I think there's a fundamental issue there. Yeah. You know. One thing I remember it was on your boots with Neil podcast. One of the, I mean I, I watched it and it was interesting just to hear some old stories. But one thing he said, it was kind of just a small little point, but he, he said something about uh and I mean he 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 uh, tied it into one of his guys got divorced or something, something, and he said, uh, yeah, she didn't make me happy. And he said, well, hell, it ain't her job to make you happy. Right. You know, it ain't. I mean, uh-uh. it's 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 kind of like what I, I mean, kind of goes back, like I said, man, you find, be happy to see other people being happy. You know, yeah. like, I don't know if that makes sense, but you can't, like you said, you, 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 other people aren't responsible for me being happy. Yep. I'm going to be grouchy because I'm grouchy. It's no, yeah, you know, and I tell my kids all the time too, and I'm like the worst at taking my own advice sometimes. But Like they, they'll do something and then they get in trouble or whatever, and then they get mad. I'm like, look, life is about things that are going to happen to you. How you deal with it is what really life is about. Yeah. And I'm like, I say that to them, and I'm like, man, Remember that. <laughs> because it is. It, I got, things I got, happen. Like, I miss that steer. I got two choices. I can get mad or I can laugh. Yeah. I, and that's what it comes down yeah. to. You know, I can let it bother me or I cannot. Well. Sometimes one, it does. Sometimes I actually win and it doesn't bother me. But The world is uses that word happy a lot. But I, I try not to mm-hmm. because um, happy, I believe, happiness is circumstantial. And which I'm not trying to break apart what you're saying. I think you're probably saying the same thing I'm about to say, but I'm just changing the word. Like being happy is that can change. Like, dude, if your dog dies, if your grandmother dies, like you're not going to be happy, but you can deep down have peace. Yeah. So like there's going to be days as a horse trainer where Uh like you're not happy building homes. You're not happy, but you can be at peace knowing you are on the right path. And then that happiness may come back on a good day or in a good moment or later on that day, and you can work on your happiness. But that peace can be a foundation that 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 is immovable, which I think that ultimate peace, like I think I think everybody's got a God-sized hole in their heart. And once they put God in that foundation, in that hole, it can help you est- it will help you establish that peace that that the that the rest of the house can be built on where occasionally you go in this room that is happy i just think it's a room i don't think it's the foundation because i think no matter what you're doing you're not gonna there's gonna be times you're not happy there's ups and downs i mean my grandmother she lost all three sons yeah and her husband (laughs) you know i don't want to i'm not gonna go preach to her about happiness right we can talk about some peace that she might confine but i'm not gonna talk to her about happiness man that uh the success that I've found since you, since I first heard you say that has been immeasurable and my peace is probably the thing that I protect the most Yeah, or strive to protect the most. You yeah, know what sure. I mean? Like everything is like, man, how do it's I get back important. to a peaceful spot? Yeah, sure. It's, it's tough sometimes. 
Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's not, always no, a challenge. Nobody say it's yeah. easy. But it, it is. When you do that, I feel like you'll you'll be in your best you. Yeah. No, I know I am. You, and I don't I don't hit my mark every day. Yeah. You know, but um, you get well, whatever's then, keeping you from being peace from having peace out of the way and you can absolutely do those those mm-hmm. other things better. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. no, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, I uh, I heard a deal too. I'm like lots of quotes, you know, but uh I heard one that, that I try to remember too is uh is when your gratitude exceeds your expectations, you usually have a pretty good day. And I think that's true. Yeah. I know the more thankful I am, the more I say thanks and instead of ask, things go better. Yeah. I don't I don't know the exact whys, but yeah. Uh, just like, for example, man, here lately we roped good, had some good luck, placed around a little bit, and it's like, I was most like you said. I was if I won or not, it, it it didn't matter. I was doing what I was liking and enjoying it. Damn, if it ain't easy, you know, <laughs> <laughs> when you're fighting it and just ah, Lee, I got to do this and I got to do that and this and that. If I wrote bad and this, that de- that determines my day. That sucks. Yeah, I don't like that. Most of I don't the time, like living that way. Most of the time, it seems like it's easier to get in into that spot oh, where man. it feels feels good if you have the right people around you like yeah. a lot of times for me it's who i have and it's not their fault you mm-hmm. know wh- whatever the group is it could be a good group but if if the, it really depends on the people that i have around me of whether i can get in that man this is this is easy today well you know? and i think exactly and i think like today is a good example of why we talk, which we just circle back to like i you've got to suck to not have fun today <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you just if you just walked up and you were like these guys are, wow, they ain't funny yeah yeah you suck man yeah you're, you're, you're not happy with your life <laughs> yeah, yeah. And not to say that we were doing anything that great but you can see yeah. like you say people around you like everybody there had a a good vibe yeah, you know, yeah. nobody was nobody was keeping score nobody we were just there right. And that, like you said, that kind of deal makes it super easy to be like, man, I feel good. Yeah. You know, I am, I am comfortable yeah. in my skin, you know. And uh, there, like you said, you can get around people that are a bunch of one-uppers and one of. And it's hard to do good it, in that environment. And, man, yeah. like you get around, like, people that want to be jealous. Damn, it's easy to be jealous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's so easy, so easy to do it, to fall into that. And, and like you said, that probably number one would be, you know, another advice about get around good people. Yeah, for sure. And if it's one, you yep. know. Start there. One good one's better than six bad ones, guaranteed. Yep. Intern for a, a good person for free instead of Work for making sure. a bunch of money for somebody. Sorry. Yeah. No yeah. doubt. Well, thank you for everybody for listening to Rodeo Time, the podcast. Uh, Garrison Gable, Jeremy Melanson. Um, we're here in Huntsville, Texas at the grounds. Check it out. Check out DaleBrisby.com. And we are on to the next one, old son. Pow, pow.